financially tuned. Whether it's a high-performance engine or an orchestra, there's a significant difference between being slightly out of tune or perfectly in tune. The same is true of your finances. When your financial plan is even slightly out of tune, you may be paying too much for taxes, exposing yourself to too much risk, or retiring without a sound income plan. And like the conductor of an orchestra or a skilled mechanic, Corey Sickles of Safe Harbor Retirement Group is the professional who helps to get everything financially tuned. Corey Sickles is the president of Safe Harbor Retirement Group. He believes in providing personalized, high-quality financial services for a diverse group of clients at all income levels. Corey has been helping people reach their retirement goals for over 19 years. Contact Corey at 614-760-0670 or on the web at safeharboroh.com. And now, here's Corey to help you be financially tuned. Hello and welcome to Financially Tuned. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group, and joining me every week is my co-host, Tony Shore. If you'd like to contact us, you can give us a call at 614-760-0670, or feel free to visit our website at safeharboroh.com. Now, stay tuned because later on in the show, we will have a special offer for you, so don't change that channel. Today we're going to talk about millennials and money. More so, how you can help millennials in your life make smarter money decisions. Interesting topic, Corey. Um, you know, this is really interesting. My son is 18, so he's kind of, he's just on the outside edge of that millennial generation. And of course, I, I work with a number of millennials. Uh, everybody knows some millennials, if, if not directly in their life. And I, we probably have a few out there listening. So. This is a great topic, uh, being financially wise and uh, what obstacles the millennial generation faces. Uh, but before we get into that, I wanted to tell you, great day today, as always, on the radio show. Thanks for having me. How have you been, Corey? What's going on over there at Safe Harbor Retirement? Well, everything's good over here at Safe Harbor Retirement. You know, we're the uh, one of the main sponsors for the, you know, the 10TV toy drive, and uh, that's going to be taking place this week. And uh, it's always a good time to be able to, uh, you know, have clients come in, drop toys off, and then more importantly, to be able to make sure that, you know, all these children have a little smile on their face on Christmas Day. So, you know, it's a good time of the season. And, uh, you know, besides that, though, work-wise, you know, we are, uh, you know, relatively busy here. It's, uh, even though it's December, uh, we are definitely, you know, meeting with, you know, new prospects and, of course, always meeting with clients as well. How about you? Yeah, I've been busy as well, and I know you guys are. This is a busy, busy time of year for you. Um, you know, just uh, people kind of taking a last <clears throat> look at their tax situation before the end of the year and taking a look at their finances, getting everything in order. Um, I think it's a really busy time. I've been busy just with family stuff. This time of year just seems, seems to get a little hectic, and uh, I've had kind of, that's the best word to describe my week is hectic, but it's good. It's a good hectic. Now, this topic today, millennials and, uh, you know, their finances. Um, Why do you think, Corey, that millennials might be in need of financial advice right now? Well, it's a great question to start off with, Tony. But, you know, millennials are really a a fascinating generation. You know, their effects on the global economy are very prevalent. You know, they have grown up in a unique time when technology has made some of the greatest leaps you know, many of them can recall a time before everyone had a cell phone, 
yet are the same people that cannot live without, you know, that, without those devices today. So millennials have lived through a period of vast you know, technological um, and economical changes that will last for a long time. And more importantly, we're going to still see over the, you know, over the, over the next years changes in, the, in that tech, you know, in, the, in technology as well. Well, yeah, I think we are. And I, so the, it is a different time and it, it is a different generation. Um, what's the technical definition of a millennial? Since we're talking about millennials, we might as well start off uh, with that. Well, there seems to be a consensus among various sources, including Pew Research. The millennials are those that were born between 1981 and 1997. But a quick browse on the Internet will show that time period you know, periods aside, many people have stereotypes about what compromises a millennial. You know, some of these characteristics are, you know, those with overwhelming student loans, you know, meager wage growth, underemployment, or on a more of a personal note, they're described as, you know, lazy, you know, coddled, prone to discontacted jobs, etc. Despite, you know, there being 92 millennials making it the largest generation in America, it seems that no other generation has been so openly criticized, praised, as well as misunderstood. While the, you know they may be one of the largest generations in history, their spending power at age 25 is vastly different than it was for the average baby boomer. So, did you say there were? Did you say there were 92 million millennials? 92 million millennials. Wow, making it the largest generation. Wow, the largest generation in America. So, uh, but um, you know. Why is their spending? You mentioned their spending power is vastly different, and they're they're facing all these different obstacles. Why do you think this is the case? Well, you know they have a lot of factors that you know those in previous generations didn't have to deal with to the same extent. You know, perhaps the answer is that millennials are faced with financial challenges that aren't simply you know overcome by wise budgeting choices. Take student loans, for example. Now, according to Market Watch and Business Insider, America's student debt grows $2,726 every second. You know, that's more than $1.3 trillion. And this number just keeps getting higher. To put things into perspective on how much it has changed for millennials, you know, student loans were at $200 billion at the beginning of the century. Now, a little over 15 years later, we have seen student debt, you know, grow over six times. Wow. To make matters even worse, this generation hasn't been purchasing large, you know, ticket items like property due to only, you know, crippling loan debt, but also, you know, anemic wage growth. Home ownership among, you know, millennials is at an unimpressive 38%, while their wages likely play, you know, a large role in that. Now, according to the Economic Policy Institute, millennials are seeing stagnant wages and earning the same average of $17 an hour that generations 30 years ago saw. So it doesn't help that the price of these big ticket items like cars and homes have increased, you know, over that time period. You know, another interesting thing to to note about millennials is that their social choices are vastly different than those of the boomer era. For past generations, it was normal that by the age of 25, you might be married, own a home and have a kid or two already. You know, today's typical 25 year old seems to be single, oftentimes still living with their parents and working some sort of menial job while in pursuit of a higher, you know, level of education. So for the most part, it seems the millennials are postponing some of the important life milestones that generations before them did not delay, perhaps for financial reasons. Yep. I see that exact thing happening, Corey. And uh, 
It's a little scary. I mean, obviously the times have changed for better or worse, uh, in some cases better, in some cases worse. But some of those statistics that you talked about were staggering. Um, you said that uh, America's student loan debt grows uh, $2,726 every second, more than $1.3 trillion. Uh, that statistic alone scares me, obviously, with one uh, kid in college and two <laughs> that'll, that'll be there in just a few years. Um, you know, some of this paints a pretty bleak picture of the economic woes that millennials are facing, don't you think? Well, you know, to a degree, yes, you know, but it's not all doom and gloom here. You know, depending on how you look at it, you know, there are definitely pros and cons to being a millennial. I mean, look at all the information they have right at their fingertips. You know, with the help of technology, you know, between smartphones, social media, and the internet, they can access anything they need, you know, instantly. You know, they can even automate so much of their financial lives with tools like online banking. But on the flip side, you know, they are facing, you know, seemingly, you know, insurmountable student loan debt, you know, will live, you know, they're going to likely live longer than many generations prior and aren't necessarily making enough in wages to make up for everything stacked up against them. Yeah, good point, And that makes sense. Now, Corey, our time is almost up for this first segment of the show. Is there anything else you want to share with us before we take a quick break here? Yeah, sure. You know, I want to encourage those listening, whether, you know, it's yourself are a millennial, or if you know millennials, whether they're children, grandchildren, family, friends, you know, et cetera, to make smart money decisions. Because the decisions they make today is going to, you know, dramatically affect their financial life in the long run. Now, stay tuned as we talk about more about smart money decisions for millennials when we come back from our break. Now, to learn more about me and my company, you can visit our website at safeharboroh.com, or you can give us a call at 614 614- Seven six zero zero six seven zero. Of course, I'll be more than happy to answer any questions that you may have. And I do want to make sure everyone does. You know, if if you do want to come in and meet with me, a complimentary. It's going to be complimentary. And one of the things we're going to definitely focus on is is to be able to show you on how saving today is going to really have an impact later on in your life. You really need to start saving for retirement today. But when you do come in and meet with me, we can put together what we call our compass report that's going to show you by, by the amount of money you're saving today, what's that really going to mean to you, you know, in your retirement years. It's never too early to start saving, and it's a great time to be able to get started on the off the right foot. So give us a call at 614-760-0670 in order to set up that complimentary meeting with me. Well, I think that's great. Uh And you know what, Corey? That's a great offer. I know you're more than willing to meet with uh, our listeners out there, offering them that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation. What's the phone number they can call to set that up one more time? It's 614-760-0670. All right. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group right after this. The prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At Safe Harbor Retirement Group, we have found that many people either approaching or currently in retirement fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. What is it? How does it work? It's not simply a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. Because these decisions are so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Security, 
security maximization, please call our office today at 614-760-0670 or visit us online at safeharboroh.com. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and my co-host, Tony Shore. The title of this show is, Are the Millennials in Your Life Financially Wise? In the first segment of the show, we talked about the different challenges that millennials face, including high student loan debt, stagnant wages, less buying power than previous generations. Now, coupled with other economic factors like a high life expectancy, the likely decline of Social Security benefits, and the rise of the average retirement age, Millennials should be taking the right steps for the retirement and the health of their financial lives as soon as possible. Right. And so uh, I think that's a, it's been a great show. You've covered a lot of ground already. I appreciate the recap. Now, do you have some tips, Corey, that you'd recommend for millennials or those of us who have loved ones that are millennials uh, that maybe we can take back and share with them? Of course. You know, one of the first and most important things that I cannot stress enough is to start saving as early as possible. You know, while this is an obvious tip, you'd be amazed at the amount of people I work with who failed to start saving in their younger years. And they wind up in my office, you know, searching for any way that they can catch up in their later years before they can, you know, get into retirement. It's far better to start early and let the power of compound interest work in your favor. Well, not, you know, why not start early and let your dollars grow over time? You know, waiting until you're older only means that you will have a lost, you know, a, a lot of your prime years for earning compound interest potential. And, you know, I've quoted this before, but, uh, you know, Albert Einstein said one of the greatest inventions ever was compound interest because you'd be amazed on what that actually does over a lifetime. Right. Uh, compounding interest is huge, isn't it? I mean, uh, it can really, really, obviously it adds up and that's what we need to be taking advantage of. Now, uh, how much of a difference does it really make then overall in our finances? Uh, maybe you could explain that a little more. Yeah, of course, Tony. You know, let's say we take a basic example of two people who decide to start saving at different times. And, you know, we will say we have Josh and Jamie. So Josh is 35 when he, you know, decides to start saving. Meanwhile, Jamie started at 25 years old. Now, let's say Jamie decides to invest the exact same amount as Josh. She simply started, you know, 10 years earlier than Josh. She would ultimately, you know, contribute about 33% more than Josh over the duration of her career, except she has a big bonus at the end. You know, Jamie's savings would, would you know, put her at almost twice as much as Josh at the end of the day, all because she decided, you know, to get an early start and take advantage of compound interest. So over that 10 years, as I, as I, as you know, in that example, she's still going to have about as twice as much money as, as uh, Jamie. Yeah. Wow. Or Josh. Sorry. Yeah. Josh. So obviously, you want to take advantage of compounding interest, right? <laughs> That's huge. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, I mean, you definitely want to be able to do that. Yeah. Well, and it's it's clear that it's always best also to start saving as early as possible, but. Uh, don't you agree that it could be hard to prioritize retirement and savings when you're young and want to spend money on other things? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely, you know, I definitely agree with that statement. And, you know, I think that ties into my next tip, which is always, you know, live well below your means. 
So when it comes to your personal finances, it's also important to always live within your means. Doing so can help prevent you from falling into deeper debt. You know, I think that many millennials are attracted to that urban living scene, which oftentimes means higher cost of living and whatnot. I'm not saying that you can't live in a thriving metropolis or have a new car or anything, but just be wary of how much you are spending and don't get caught up on appearances and trying to, you know, keep up with the Joneses. Also, uh, no one really expects you to have, you know, nice brand new things when you're young and starting life on your own. It takes time to get out of student loans and other debt before you can really start building up your financial life. So in the meantime, focus on what you can afford and what you're, you know, comfortable with as well. Yeah. And agreed, and that's huge. I think that's a great point. Um, what else do you think could help millennials nowadays with their finances? Well, I think that that another very important thing that millennials seem to put off is investing in their employee, you know, their employer-sponsored retirement programs. It's important, you know, that you never pass up an opportunity for a company match of your 401k or your 403b or thrift savings plan, or whatever other type of retirement plan you have. You know, who wouldn't want free money after all? Many employers offer some type of matching with retirement plans, you know, typically up to a certain percentage. What, you know, what better way to help you, you know, get your retirement savings off to the right start than by taking advantage of free money from your employer? Mm. Well, uh, I like the sounds of free money. <laughs> Obviously, uh, everybody likes that. And and that's a benefit, uh, you know, that's a definite benefit that I think we should be taking advantage of, Corey. Uh, that along with, uh, you know, ma- you know, any plan through an employer that get, we get a match from, uh, taking advantage of compounding interest. And these are all things that you can help us, even if there's a millennial out there. Um, I know you're not uh, bias versus age. You can help people make sure that they're utilizing strategies to grow those funds, especially for retirement savings, right? Yeah. I mean, that's one one thing that you want to be able to do is is be able to save and, and grow that money uh, for, for your lifetime. Because... Uh, I think it's going to be a different world for retirement, you know, for millennials when we, when they get there, you know, I'm a generation, you know, Xer, uh, I'm probably going to see something, you know, hit on the social security side. I'm not sure what that, what that amount is, but I'm sure it's even going to be worse for millennials out there as well. Hmm. Well, those are all great tips, uh, for us. And thanks for that recap. Uh, Now, before we went on the commercial break, you had mentioned that you think Millennials might not be saving enough for retirement. Uh, go into that a little bit more. Of course, Tony. You know, according to the Wells Fargo Investment Institute, roughly 41% of Americans aged 17 to 35 haven't started saving for retirement. Many people attribute this, you know, startling, startling statistic to the fact that many young workers don't have much for disposable income. I've heard others gripe about it saying that it's because they were raised differently or are less motivated to save. I think there are other factors that go into it. However, like the fact that many millennials are burdened with too many monthly payments, you know, with their car, home loans, um, even even student loans, that they simply can't, you know, aren't able to squirrel away money for retirement. I think another issue is the lack of financial education that millennials receive. I have met, you know, several millennials that struggle with debt repayment, you know, managing bills, and credit cards and get a little overwhelmed at, you know, at it all. 
you would think that by now our society would have, you know, general education classes in, on finances in high school or college, but I think generally it's a topic that people really feel uncomfortable discussing. Well, yeah, and I, I think so as well. I, I think that's a good point, and it's good to talk about these things now. Don't put them off, um, regardless who is listening, uh, whether you're a millennial or have millennials you care about. You want to you wanna share. You want to help and and these tips can help people get a good start right now, can't they? Yes, exactly, Tony. You know, another bit of advice I would share to millennials is that they should, you know, take advantage of budgeting tools. You know, the best way to start planning for retirement and begin, you know, setting up a healthy financial plan is to create a budget. And then, of course, you want to be able to stick to it. There are plenty of free tools available that allow you to link your financial accounts you know, including savings, credit cards, and checking and investment accounts all in one convenient place. Tools like those are so valuable because they provide a good look at your finances, your overall savings, spending, and investments. And it, the nice part is it's all in one, you know, really in one location. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that really is nice. Uh, it sounds like a, a convenient way to, to get a snapshot of your financial life. Uh, do you have any other tips for millennials today, Corey? You know, one other thing I always advise people of all generations is to be sure to contribute to your retirement on your own. It's not always enough to just rely on your employer-sponsored retirement plan. It's safe to save some money, you know, some extra money on your own, even if it's just another $100 a month that goes into your investments. Now, as we discussed, compound interest can work wonders on your savings accounts. So anything you add on top of your current savings will pay off in the end. You know, you may even consider, you know, setting up automated investments into one of your retirement accounts as well. Yeah, and that sounds like another great piece of advice. These are good tips to be aware of. Um, you know, obviously you want to take a convenient way and look at a snapshot of your financial life. Um, is there anything else you want to add today before we have to go? Yeah, Tony. You know, I'm hoping that you've got something out of our show today and have a better idea of not only the struggles of millennial millennials are dealing with financially, but also how they can help, you know, to overcome them. While there are certainly a number of factors working against millennials and their retirement, it isn't all bleak. You just have to plan accordingly. If you, you know, if you're feeling overwhelmed with the amount of planning and calculations that accompany all aspects of retirement, you know, feel free to reach out to us and we would be more than happy to help, you know, work with you. You know, with the help of the right financial service professional like myself, you can create a strategy that can help your finances and your retirement income plan stay on course. Now, if you have any questions about today's show or comments, please do not hesitate to give us a call at 614-760-0670. You can also visit our website at safeharboroh.com. Now, also, I just want to remind everybody, if you just give us a call and set up that complimentary meeting, we're also going to provide you with your own customized compass report that's going to show you whether you're on track to have the retirement that you wish. It's a great report. Um, it's, it's something that you're going to be, able to, to be able to see whether or not you're going to be able to live the retirement that you wish in retirement. So just give us a call at 614-760-0670, and we can set up that complimentary meeting with me. Right. And I think that's a great offer once again, Corey. What's that number one more time? 614-760-0670. All right, and that concludes our time for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Join us same time, same place for another show of Financially Tuned. Take care, and we'll see you next time. 
Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614-760-0670 or visit their website at safeharboroh.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Corey Sickles and Safe Harbor Retirement Group LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.